serious offer <coughs> comes to yeshiva. So he's coming to yeshiva, hopefully with a she'ifa to grow. He's coming to yeshiva to, to become more, to gain knowledge, to grow as a person, grow as a yid, grow in his... There's one chair over here. To grow in his understanding. A person's coming to yeshiva to become more. <coughs> we explained last week, we said over from Tassis and Ksubas, when a person goes, it's the derech of a person who comes with a proper attitude to yeshiva to become an Adam Gadol, to become somebody who's big, somebody big in Torah, with big hasabas. And we explained last week that there are two prerequisites. One is that a person should come wanting to learn, wanting to grow, and to daven to be able to have that ratzim. And we also spoke last week that the only, according to the stipa, the way, the only way it's going to work is if a person... To use the Yiddish phrase, if a person stells to, if a person comes on time, sits through the Seder, focuses through the Seder, if a person does that, the disciple says, those are the people that he has seen who are, who are matzliach. People who don't, so they, they do, they accomplish, but not what they really could. And, you know, that's, if a person does that, if a person, if a person has the Ratzin and, and comes on time and sits through it, makes good use, the stipend doesn't write about plastic boxes on the table, but a person makes good use of these plastic boxes and focuses as he gets through the Seder. Those are recipes for success, for a person to really be matzliah. I wanted to go back to the story in Ksubis that we spoke about last week, we'll go over the Rashi Prakim, and to focus on a detail in the story that we didn't focus on last time. And this is also another Nakuda, again, looking around the room, and I observing the Olam over the past week, over the past two weeks. Such a beautiful vibe in the base Medrash. A lot of learning, a lot of people who really want to accomplish in learning. So let's do it right. One more component that is so necessary to really be Matzliah. The Gemara, the story in the Gemara, for those who weren't here last week, the story that we're referring to is the Gemara on Samach Beis and Ksubas. Rabbi Akiva is getting married. Rabbi Akiva marries the daughter of the son of Kalba Savua. And she makes a condition with him. She says, I'll marry you on condition that you go to yeshiva to learn. It was an Amharitz at that time, but a real Amharitz, somebody who knew nothing. And she makes a condition that he goes to yeshiva to learn. And he goes to learn. <clears throat> the Gemara tells us the following, just to focus on two lines in the Gemara. Azil Yasef Tresarishnin Bebeirav. He went and he sat for 12 years in the base Medrash. He went to Yeshiva for 12 years. When he was finished learning for those 12 years, he came back with 12,000 Talmidim. He comes and he hears an old man having engaged in conversation with his wife. And the old man says, how long could you live alone? You got married. Your husband's been gone for 12 years. You're like an almana in the lifetime of your husband. How long could you be doing this? And she says, if he would listen to me, I would be happy for him to go back for another 12 years. More than happy. I hope he should go back for another 12 years. Rabbi Akiva hears this dialogue, he hears the conversation, he says, if she's nicha, if she's okay with me going back, that means I have rishos. And he goes back and he learns for another 12 years. Did you ever wonder why the 12 years? Why 12 years? It's a long time. We come for a week, for a zman, for... 12 years without going home? What's 12 years? And the truth is, if you go, if you see the Gemara here in Afapi, 
Rabbi Kiva wasn't the only one who went for 12 years. The Gemara tells over here a Misa how Rabbi Chia's son got engaged to the daughter of Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra. And he made, he gears man, we learn in the Sugi, he gears man. Normally they used to wait 12 months until the Nisuin. He made up for 12 years. He says, I need to go for my 12 years to Yeshiva. They made up for 12 years. Kumara tells us others, Rabchananya ben Chachinai, he went for 12 years. What's the significance of the 12 years? And why is it that when Rabbi Akiva's wife was okay with him going back, she wanted another 12 years? Why 12 years? The Shavos Yaakov has a parish on the Ein Yaakov called the Ion Yaakov. And in the Ion Yaakov he tells us that there was a 12-year curriculum in Yeshiva. Why 12 years? See, he brings down a Gemara in Chulin on Chavdala. The Gemara says that a person can only say that he wasn't Matzliach in learning. One sheet is if you put five years into it. Another opinion says if you put three years. A sheet of Rabbi Yaisi is three years. If a person really invests three years and he doesn't get it, then he could say, okay, I guess I'm not cut out for it. But it's three years. There are four different types of learning. The Gemara in Kiddush and Andaf Lamed. The Gemara says that there's Mishnah, there's, uh, there's Mikra, Mishnah, Halacha, and Agada. Our Gersh in the Gemara has five, but the Gersh that he brings is for Mikra, Mishnah, Halacha, and Agada. There are four areas of learning. Each area requires how much? A minimum of three years. So the 12 years are Mikra, Mishnah, Halacha, and Agada. All the areas of, of, of the Nigla of Torah that a person puts in the full three years, that's when a person could say that I've done the basics. It's the basics in learning require 12 years. And that's what they used to do. The people who were cut out, the people who could handle it, would go to learn for 12 years. So Rabbi Akiva comes and he goes and he learns for 12 years. And he comes back and he really grew in learning. And he hears his wife saying that I would be okay if he goes back for another 12 years. What was that curriculum? He already did it. He put in his three years of Mikra, Mishnah, Halakha, and Agada. The Ian Yaakov says that the second set of 12 years was to learn the same thing again a second time, what we call Chazara. He wanted, she wanted him to go back to Chazara. Why? So he suggests, he wants to say maybe, because the first time Rabbi Akiva went, he went, there was a little bit of a Shaloy Lishma. He went to learn so he could marry this amazing Rachel, the daughter of Ben Kalba, of Ben Kalba Savua. See, if he would go back for another 12 years to relearn, this learning would be purely lishma, because he already got married. But Al-Kopanim, you see over here, that she wanted him to go back to Chazar, and he went back to do the Chazar. Last week we spoke out of Yisait from Rav Shach, and we spoke out of Yisait from the Stipler. Today I want to tell you a Yisait from Rav Hutner, it's in the Sefer Azikaran, for the Baal HaPachet Yitzchak. And Rav Hutner say, he says this in Yiddish, I'll say over the Yiddish phrase, and then we'll learn it together. He says, A gadol vertmanish, a gadol, to become an Adam gadol, a person cannot become through learning, from learning, nor from chazan. If a person wants to become a gadol, an Adam gadol, learning is not going to do it. You could learn through all of Shas, all of Paiskim, all of everything. A gadol only becomes a gadol through chazar. So Rabbi Akiva, what happened when he goes back? He goes back for another 12 years. He learned the same thing again. And look at what happens. Yes, he, he had 12,000 Talmidim. That's an incredible accomplishment. 
He doubles the amount of Talmidim, not by learning new things and exposing himself to new things. Could be those Talmidim were even around. He became so much greater. During those years of Chazara, those 12 years of Chazara, the Rabbi Akiva comes back now with another set of 12,000 Talmidim. He became that Gadol. A Gadol one doesn't become just through learning. A Gadol one becomes through Chazara. If we're coming here with a mission to become big, as big as we could become, each one comes to become big, become bigger than himself, become big in Torah, become big in Avodah Hashem, become a big Jew. It's the derech of someone who goes to yeshiva, Tosas told us to become big, if you use yeshiva right. And one of the ways to use yeshiva right, to learn right, is by doing chazara as well. The Rabbi Akiva went and did the whole curriculum again, the whole machzer again. But also there's an Indian, very, very important Indian, for a person to put time, to build time into his day, into his week, to do chazara and to do serious chazara. And I'd like to try to explain why. What is, the, what is the significance? Why is Chazara so important that it's dafka through Chazara that a person becomes big? And hopefully it should inspire all of us, myself included, to be putting in more time to do Chazara. You know, it's still the beginning of the year. There's still people joining the yeshiva. Good Bakram, who are joining the yeshiva. This week, people are going to be joining next week. Apparently that's what goes on in Chariyash, this place, Hara. People just keep on coming. It's still the beginning. People are still figuring out their schedules. And I really hope, Mitzvah Shem, that people will, you know, will take to it and be kaveh more time to do chazar. The first idea that I wanted to bring out, something that says in Erevin, the Gemara in Erevin on Chav Aleph, the Gemara quotes a Pasuk in Kohelas, V'lahag harbe gigias basar. Gemara says the following, any person who meditates in Divrei Torah, Tayim tam basar, tastes, the taste of meat. Okay, what does this mean? Says Rashi. Every time that a person chazers the divrei Torah that he learned, he'll find time. He'll find a new flavor. I'm not just going over the same thing again. I learned it the first time. I already did it. There's a big oil here who came who's already learned ksubas before. I've done it already. Been there, done it. If a person really chazers and a person really goes over it properly, He'll always find a new time. But let's see something more specific. It's not just that you'll find a new time, because maybe the first time you did it, you might have skipped something. You might have not done it perfectly. So the next time you do it, you'll find it. It's much deeper than that. It's Kamar and Sukkah on Mem Vavam and Beis. We say the Pasuk every day, a few times a day. Vahaya im shamaya tishmu. Says the Gemara. Davar Acher. Im shamaya b'yashan tishma b'chadash. If you've heard something old, Hear it again, new. The im yifna and if you turn away from it and you don't go over the old shuv tishma, you won't be able to hear it. So let's see Rashi. Rashi, it's a, it's a top of mem vavamid beis. Im shamaya im atashamaya biyashan. What does that mean? Mechazer al talmud chashashamata. If you do chazara over whatever it is that you've already heard that you've already learned, tishma bechadash. Tischa came by. When you do it again, you'll become wiser in it. You'll be able to understand new things that you didn't understand before. What's the Hemshech of the Gemara? And if you don't do Chazara, you'll forever miss out on those things. It's not just that when you do Chazara, you're making up for something you might have missed. There are certain things that you'll only get if you've already done it before and you're reviewing it again. Says Rashi. 
Vim Yifna Lavavcha, Yumiyaish, I'm Ashalamadata Kvar. So I'm not going to review that. I'm just going to move on. Shuv Loy Tishma, you won't be able to hear that anymore. The new Chidushim, Ein Mashminazcha. They won't allow you, they won't allow you to ever gain those things. There are certain Yediyas, there are certain Hasagas in Torah that we only get if we hazard it again. It's not that just, oh, there's a consolation prize, you probably find something new that you missed. There are things that you'll only get if you do Chazar. So the first idea, the first, that you get on Chal as a country is called the Bederach Eitzchayim. And he writes over there, that's Pshat in the Mishnah, Hafaychba, Hafaychba, the Kulaba, Torah is compared to a coal. The more you blow at the coal, the more you find there's always, there's always a little more. There's, there's so much fire, there's so many colors, there's so much that's in this little coal. Okay, I've already done something with the coal. I've already grilled something on the coal. But blow at it, there's so much there. Go over it and go over it. The kulaba, there's so much more that a person could find in it. So that's one idea, <clears throat> that the more we chazer, the more we're going to find. <clears throat> But the truth is that there's something a lot more basic. Gemara says in Sanhedrin, on Tzadik Tess, a very famous Gemara, of Yeshua ben Karka says, that if a person learns and doesn't chazer, if a person learns and doesn't go over his learning, it's compared to a person who's zareya ve'ena kaitzer. It's a person who plants, he spends the time cultivating the field, planting the field, and then just leaving it and not, and not harvesting. Says the Marsha, what does that mean? If a person learns and doesn't chazer, he's going to forget. And it's a waste of time. This is the words of the Marashal. All of his effort, it could be the person in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, but in terms of what does he have from it, it's, it's as if, says the Marashal, all of his yagil was lurid. All of his, his yagil was for naught. Kumar <coughs> brings other mashalim to this, which I'm not going to get into now. A very, very basic idea is if a person doesn't chazer, he'll forget. And a person, Archa Sadikim says in Shara Torah, he says, a person could be so smart, and a person could not forget anything. A person, he learns how to do a certain math problem. He could always, he's the go-to guy for the math problem. And a person understands certain, gets certain knowledge in physics, and this, this and that. A person has the ideas, and he doesn't forget. And Torah, there's a zero, a person will forget if he doesn't chazer. And he explains it, we don't have time now, he explains it with, in multiple ways, why it is that by Torah there's such a zero, almost like a curse, Hashem. But he explains that it's not. It's good for us that we forget unless we chazer. So another idea, another reason to keep on chazering, that the reason chazer is so important is because without that we forget. So there's a way to chazer. How does a person chazer so that he doesn't forget? It's Gemara Erevin, this Gemara I just want to say over the Gemara Avodah because that's the way, um, that's where the Rashi is on your test. Gemara brings down a pasuk v'koyvetz al yad yarveh which means, if a person waits until he accumulates a lot, and only then does he chazer. He waits till he finish the, finishes the parak and then he chazers. He waits till he finishes the masechta, and then he chazers. So a person's still going to forget. Says Rashi, a person who waits until they chavilas, chavilas, the gar is har beyachad, he's not able to chazer that often. He's going to do one mass of chazara when he's done. That's not enough. And he's still going to forget. A person should wait, you tell someone else, a person should wait, should, after, in small increments, a person should, when he already has amassed a little bit of learning, he should immediately chazer, and chazer, and chazer, and chazer, and that's the way a person's going to accumulate it. So Rashi in Erevin, on Nundalad Amad Aleph, 
The Gemara says a person has to treat Torah like a wild animal treats its prey. Certain wild animals, they're dureses v'echeles. They kill and they eat immediately. Says Rashi, what's the marshal? It eats immediately. When should a person do chazar? Not at the end of the month. Not at the end of the year. Miyad, you hear a word, chazar it immediately. Go over it immediately. Maybe immediately. I don't know the exact share of miyad over here. I don't know miyad means that day, that week. But soon. Don't wait until it becomes over. A person needs to chazer a lot, and a person needs to chazer immediately, and don't wait until it accumulates too much. A good muscle to this is a, uh, a very famous Gemara in, in Megillah, on Zayin Amad Beis. Gemara tells us that the Rav Kahane asked Ravashi why nobody showed up to the Shia on the night of uh, on, on, uh, on Purim Day. Ravashi says they're probably by the Purim Suda. Says Rav Kahana, why didn't they eat the Purim Suda last night? I give share in the afternoons. So Ravashi says to him, because don't you know that Rava says that you can't be Yotza, so does Purim, on the night of Purim. He says, really, that's what Rava says, so Rav Kahana chazered over that member 40 times on the spot. Multiple chazards, as soon as he heard the word. And it was, Dami command the manach bekise. It was as if it was in his pocket. He had it there in his pocket after he did it the 40 times. In Taldus Adam, Rabzamal of Aleph, they bring from Rabzamal of Elajan. What's the significance in the pocket? Why don't they say it's in the safe in the bank? The Gemara says about pockets, Gemara Neilu Metzias, Adam Asli Lamashmesh Bekisa Bechal Shah Which means, even though you have it in your pocket, but you've got to keep on feeling it. And if you just do it at that point, after the 40 times, a cursory chazar, you just feel it a little bit, it'll still be in your pocket. Tremendous, tremendous thing. We need to end in a minute. I, I just, in order for a person to become big in learning, a person obviously has to remember his learning. A person needs to be able to get out of the learning what the learning is offering him. But it's a drop deeper than this. The Chafetz Chaim writes in Torah Sabayis, in the sixth parak. The Chafetz Chaim says, a person who chazers his learning so that he won't forget, so that he'll be able to see what's really there, is demonstrating chashivah satarim. He's saying, this is something that's important enough that I can't forget it. This is something that's so important to me that I want to get everything out of it. He's demonstrating Chashibu Satara. And when a person demonstrates Chashibu Satara, he becomes more Chashib. If he's Mechabed the Torah, Sakon will give him that Siyat Ishmael on a very, very practical level. There's a lot of learning that's going on in this base marriage. By you. Morning Seder, Shir, Afternoon Seder, Chabura people are a part of. Afternoon Seder, there's uh, multiple Hashkafa Shirim in the morning, we're learning. There's Avad, there's Thursday night, the question answers, there's the Mishmar, there's a lot of Torah, and even the Shmuz, there's a lot of Torah being taught in this base measure, being learned in this base measure. A lot of you are learning your own thing. A lot of people are learning in Yanim and Chumash, and Hashkafa, and Avadas Hashem, and Musar. But we have to chazer it. As much as we learn the yeshiva built in night seder, as far as the yeshiva is concerned, we built in night seder so that you have time to review, to chazer. Different people have different schedules. People can't always be here. That's fine. So you have to find another time to do it. Or if for whatever reason you have a free night, so come, spend that time doing chazara. 
There's so many different areas that you have that you need to chazer. It'll demonstrate chashiva sater, number one. And on a, just on a practical level, it'll help you retain it. There's so much you could walk out of here knowing so much, being so much, carrying so much with you. Mubarak, all of us, like we say when we make a siyan, Hadron Allah, Hadron Allah, Hadron Allah. We'll go back over you, we say to the Masechta, we'll chazer you. And the Masechta, where the Maral's brother in the Sefer HaChaim learns, is a certain shmira from the Masechta on the person himself. The person takes learning seriously. He's machshav his learning to the point that he goes over it and over it and over it to get that clarity. So hopefully the Torah will be making on us as well. Everybody with much love in this. Area.